Good evening, it is Kaufman here, coming back to you with another episode of the Kaufman Talk Show, and tonight I'm going to talk about a film franchise that has a lot of interesting things hidden that you probably have not noticed in it. Now, throughout, I would say, 2012 through 2015, Hollywood had a little phase of young adult um, which young adult novels that were about totalitarian governments being brought down by teenagers into films. So, throughout that phase, we had things like The Maze Runner and The Hunger Games. And today, let's talk about The Hunger Games and what the true story is actually being told. Now, it's a lot more interesting than what it, what you would initially see with, from the, unless you have, you know, unless, you I mean, if you have the trained eye, you're going to pick it up, but I'm going to talk about that stuff. So, The Hunger Games, I would consider it anti-establishment propaganda, and I'm going to get into that. You see, the establishment, one of their goals is to, after eliminating the majority of the population, is to have a full-fledged totalitarian state. And there it's it's very, very satanic. That's the agenda. And there's actually a lot of satanic imagery within the the capital and whatnot and how things work. So the capital's name is Panem. Now if you know anything about Greek mythology, that should sound familiar to you. Pan is one of the several representations of Satan within Greek mythology. And was it was he the Greek god of was it music? No, I'm not for sure, but he was some sort of trickster, I think. I don't remember everything about it, but he was similar to that. And that shows you right there what's really going on just by knowing the background of the name of the city. And they also represent how how much the elite are into idolatry and whatnot, and they and they definitely show that, especially with like was it the news anchor in in the series, you know, mandatory viewing and whatnot. You must watch the 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 mainstream. It's the only thing. See, they're they're showing that in there, and. Like the way how people that are obsessed with their appearance and stuff in in this in this series within the the capital, there's just there's a lot of um, they, they they're they're prideful, they're full of idolatry, and they show they represent that about because that's part of their satanic culture in the film, and they may not they don't speak of it directly, but indirectly through the symbolism and their actions, and that's what's being shown. Um, Basically, the Hunger Games is, well, <laughs> uh, a gladiatory, gladiatory arena event of child sacrifice. That's what it is. And if you if you look at it from that lens, it's pretty crazy. Uh, I mean, they have kids, teenagers, um, killing each other for sport, and they're cheering for it. What does that sound like? I mean, seriously, does it... That sounds absolutely crazy, and this this shit happened all throughout history. Rome, they had gladiatorial arenas where they <laughs> watch people kill each other 
human sacrifice. Um, many cultures have had human sacrifice uh, throughout Central and South America. So it's really inspired off of this kind of event and how some sort of elite society enjoys watching people kill each other. So th this film is representing human sacrifice and the future satanic society before they go for transhumanism. Because the end goal is to, to merge with machine. That's what they're trying to do right now. You know, they have companies like Neuralink, Elon Musk, you know, trying to upload consciousness to a to um the a computer and that's already that's already crazy. And so this um this film series really represents what, what they're trying to accomplish. And in real life, I don't think some someone with a bow and arrow is going to be able to do much. But here's, but it's not just Katniss in these films. Once you get around to the third and fourth installment, uh, we find out that there's a splinter group that it, within the military that does not like what's going on. So they kind of set up their own society and they're trying to start a revolution against the capital. And that's actually kind of reminiscent of what goes on in today's world. There's been, um, I've, I've listened to insiders um, throughout the truth community. Well, they claim to be, you never know. And many have said that um, the military does not like what's going on. And there is, there is a splinter faction trying to go against this. I'm not for sure if that's sure or not. But Hollywood continuously portrays something, continuously portrays these things. So what I think that might be predictive programming. So maybe there actually is a splinter group within the government or within the military that's trying to stop what's planned. And if so, hey, maybe we have a shot of surviving. Who knows? But the, this film series is, is a good example of, I would say, predictive programming. It's a good example of anti-establishment propaganda, and it, it, Hollywood is full of that. Um, you know, let's talk, heck, you know, there's another movie that, that's full of it, um, Iron Man 3. One of my favorite Marvel movies, but there's actually a lot of, there's a lot of propaganda and predictive programming in there, too, and stuff like that, because they speak of, you know, if, if you can easily swap out the Mandarin for Osama bin Laden and whatnot. And in that case, it's showing you that the Mandarin isn't real. It's fake. It's really this um, businessman just trying to cause chaos. And it, it's pretty crazy because that's kind of what happened. Osama bin Laden was a character, my friends. 9-11 was an inside job. I personally believe that. And there's a lot of evidence supported, to support it. So, Hollywood continuously shows you what really goes on, and yet a lot of people don't are not able to see see through it, and it's kind of sad. So, you know, predictive programming—that's not a conspiracy. It's very, very real. I mean, 9/11 was predicted like several times throughout entertainment and TV. You know, from the Illuminati card game. Um, the Simpsons predicted it, um, Sesame Street predicted it, it's pretty crazy, and it kind of makes you wonder, all these big, crazy events that happen throughout history, are they act, do they actually happen from some sort of external force that wants to cause carnage, 
or is it actually planned? I, I, I mean, it, it's absolutely crazy. And some people are just, they're too dumbed down and they're not able to see through this. And it, it's, it's sad. So, I mean, the, the signs and symbols are everywhere. We got to, it's actually kind of easy to, to see it once you, once, once you see it for the first time, eventually you're, you're going to start looking for these symbols when you watch TV or when you watch a movie, which is just kind of starting to happen with me. You know, for a while, it's like, oh, wow, this is crazy. I got to look into this. And then I'm actually able to see these things all around me, which kind of validates the so-called conspiracy theorists for what they speak of. I mean, one of the big examples is the elite's esoteric agenda, and you can definitely see all the black and white Masonic symbols everywhere, film, TV, it's absolutely crazy, and there's just so much going on. Now, I I got some advice for you guys, if you're going to watch some TV, if you're going to watch movies, you know, that's fine. I like to watch movies and TV, too. But don't just be entertained by it. Be be like an investigator. Look for the signs and symbols. Try to see what they're actually telling you. Because there's always two things being told. Like I say, just like how symbols have dual meanings. Forgive me for using it. Some people say this means love. Some people say this means rock and roll. Some people say this means Spider-Man. But this actually means devil horn. Okay. Some people say this means peace, but if you know much about the peace symbol, uh, this one and the other one, it's a bit more complex because, well, hey, I'll draw it out for you. I'll show you. Hold on, I got, I got a pen or something. Damn, I wish I had the, the stuff that I can, you know, like editing software and things where I can show you this stuff. Um, you know, I can't really show you but I'll describe it. Uh, the peace symbol is, you know, the, you know, in the circle and the that symbol. That's actually a upside down cross, a broken upside down cross inside of a circle. Look at it that way. And what that tr actually represents is well, the inversion of of Jesus Christ cross upside down which is already one of the big Illuminati satanic symbols that they use all the time. And then the arms broken so to, to disrespect our Lord and Savior. And then in a circle, anything encircled, whether it's a symbol of some sorts, it actually, in the occult, they believe that it, make, it gives it more power for some reason. Uh, when actuality just makes it less powerful, just even more demonic. <laughs> so... A lot of our symbols in, in, in our world, it, they have dual meanings, and it, we have to be weary about using them, you know. I mean, for me, you know, I like rock and roll music, you know, I like classic rock, you know, Kiss, Led Zeppelin, all that, all that stuff, you know, but there's a lot of sim Illuminati symbolism within their music, and you have to pay attention to this as well. I don't want you to just exist in the entertainment. I want you to look for the signs and symbols because they are absolutely everywhere. I mean, heck, one of the big ones is the star or the pentagram. 
Um, you see, they, the elite, the Illuminati, the Satanists, they, they, um, they like to pervert many of the symbols. You know, stars, the heavens, angels. You know, some people say that, believe that stars, they're actually spiritual beings. That's actually um, a thing or some sort of, some sort of higher energy of some sort. I don't know. But they perverted this, the symbol of the star and turned it into a satanic symbol. And so that, so they made it with the points and they, and they flip it upside down and it, it represents the Baphomet. And they don't just use the upside down pentagram either. They use the upright pentagram too. So is the pentagram itself a bad symbol? Probably. It's on our flag. It's, it, it's everywhere. It's pretty crazy. The signs and symbols are everywhere. I wish I could actually show this to you guys, like for real, if, if I had the editing software and stuff. But there are other channels out there that do a great job at explaining these things. And I would definitely recommend listening to them. One of them is a call for an uprising. Um, this guy, he, he, he likes to uncover the Illuminati symbols. And he also goes, in, goes into the music video kind of thing. And he kind of uncovers what they're showing. Because there's a lot of weird stuff in most, if not all, music videos. So, I'll definitely check out that channel. A Call for an Uprising. That's one of them who has woken me up to the satanic agenda. Because I've always been into conspiracies and like the government and what they secretly do. But I've learned that it, it's much deeper than that. Because the Illuminati, they, they infiltrated the American dream. They infiltrated the, the American experiment. See, it, it was initially... It was, it was about freedom, you know, because we wanted to break away from the Church of England and whatnot, and that's kind of how it started. It was initially for religious freedom, because if, one of the big misconceptions about Catholicism or being or following the way of, of Jesus, you know, Whatever branch you believe in, because there are many branches and denominations and whatnot, uh, is that we're, it, it limits the things that you can do in life or that it, 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 it controls you or say, oh, you have to go to church or whatnot. There's a lot of misconceptions because there's been a lot of – there's also been infiltration of the church as well by the enemy. So that's another discussion for another day. Um, I'm kind of rambling a bit here, but I'll talk to you guys later. Definitely check out the channel, I'll Call for an Uprising. He woke me up to the signs and symbols. He can probably do a better job than what I'm doing right now. So definitely check him out. You guys have a great day. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.